Hello, this is Bobby Simpson with season two of Yup, It's in there. And I'm really excited about the uh, segment that we're working on now. This segment of Yup, It's in there falls right in line with the purpose and reason why we are doing Yup, It's in there. And so we're going to be covering a lot of educational topics that, as I mentioned in my description for the podcast, that is rarely spoken of in seminary and hardly ever mentioned or qualified in our Sunday school classes. And so I am going to start off by saying I have watched a community of believers who are called to a lost and dying world, believing the systems of this world have found themselves paralyzed and ineffective to the current crisis we are facing today. None of which are new, but because of their confidence in the systems that taught them are unable to effectively evangelize as directed in scripture. I found that to be very true as I began to utilize my natural curiosity and speaking to men and women of God that I respected with regard to questions that I had. I started by asking questions that I wanted answers to, and the answers I received did not satisfy my curiosity, much less answer my question. I once heard that thinkers ask questions. I believe that we are all thinkers who have been programmed not to think, but rehearse a way of doing things. My statement regarding the podcast covering topics rarely mentioned in seminary or preached in a Sunday sermon is not a criticism, but merely an observation of how things are. The statement and the quote uh, following is my reason why. Uh, John Taylor Gatto is an advocate for education and how education is done in the U.S. And so he stands against the way that things are currently and the results that we have from how we do education in America. And I tend to agree. And I also believe that his observations are part of the reasons why our uh, churches and our church leaders have been uh, ineffective because of how uh, they're teaching and their unwillingness to bend in certain areas. So uh, Mr. Gatto uh, has a quote that I think is worth reading. When I think about education and what it is designed to do, I find the statement made by Mr. Gatto highly probable. So um, he says, after 100 years of mandatory schooling in the U.S., literacy rates have dropped. Families are fragmented learning disabilities are skyrocketing, and children and youth are increasingly disaffected. 30 years of teaching in the public school system led John Taylor Gatto to the sad conclusion that compulsory governmental schooling is to blame, accomplishing little but to teach young people to follow orders like cogs in an industrial machine. He became a fierce advocate of families and young people taking back education and learning, arguing that genius is as common as dirt, but that conventional schooling is driving out the natural curiosity and problem-solving skills we're born with. 
replacing it with rule following, fragmented time, and disillusionment. Gatto's radical treatise on public education, a new society publisher's uh, bestseller for 25 years, continues to bang the drum for an unshackling of children and learning from former school, formal schooling. Now in an ever more rapidly changing world with an explosion of alternative routes to learning, it's poised to continue to shake the world of institutional education for many more years. And it is for those reasons, end quote, it is for those reasons that I respect and I align on with regard to my worldview on education with uh, Mr. Gatto. And so that brings me to dinosaurs. How many of us, despite the fact of their evidence of being here, have challenged our seminary professors to speak on dinosaurs, have uh, challenged our Sunday school teachers to qualify it or even to give us a little bit more information on it. Well, I will say I have lived for as long as I have lived. I have lived several decades, <laughs> several decades for which I won't quantify. But trust me, I've been here a long time. <laughs> and um, I have never heard it taught in any of the Bible coursework that I've taken, nor in any of the uh, Sunday school classes that I've taken. And so today we're going to cover dinosaurs. And I can hear you now. Bobby, is dinosaurs in scripture? And my response is what it always is. And that is, yup, it's in there. So come on, let's get into it. <laughs> so, you know, we've gone through life afraid to ask the hard questions because they are rarely talked about. We've been introduced to the idea of dinosaurs since childhood without any real explanation from, from a biblical standpoint. We go to school and we learn generally, generally about these creatures who are now extinct. Bible believers who believe that man was here from the beginning through creation and not through some cosmic accident called the Big Bang Theory. I uh, should start in the Bible and not when we reach grade school. What's understood doesn't have to be explained. We have attended school and have been force fed the doctrine of Darwinism, the Big Bang Theory and the like, which is in direct contradiction to the Bible. No one ever went into any Sunday school or church service I attended and ever heard dinosaurs discussed, much less shared from a biblical perspective. Darwin did not take a position on dinosaurs, claiming the fossils found were too limited in number. I want to speak to the idea of science and what it all means. Science at its best is a hypothesis based on current evidence. I like the word hypothesis and it has remained with me since sixth grade. It stopped me in my tracks because everything I had learned in science up until that point led me to believe that the truths that I had been taught to that point were, in fact, absolute. But the word hypothesis in the simplest term is an educated guess. 
And when I began to look at dinosaurs and the lack of settled teaching, which I recall was hypothesis, all the science studied are educated guesses based on the information they are able to evaluate. I, of course, wanted to see what God, what uh, the God of this world, uh, as it relates to science, had to say. His name is Darwin. What he had to say concerning dinosaurs. The record I could find from Darwin was based on the information from a paleontologist. A paleontologist is a scientist who studies the history of life on Earth through the fossil record. Fossils are the evidence of past life on the planet and can include those formed from animal bodies or their imprints, body fossils. It is believed that Darwin didn't believe there would ever be sufficient information found concerning dinosaurs due to the fossil record he observed. And so because I know that many of our listeners um, have been indoctrinated really with a God, small g, of this world, and that is Darwin and his ideology and his worldview. And I am coming from a biblical perspective, giving God's view, capital G, on uh, the created beings, the created things in this earth. And on this particular uh, topic, dinosaurs. And I do want to start, I want us to take a look at Genesis chapter 1, verses 24 through 25. As I began to search scriptures, uh, the words there uh, could be found. Beasts are discussed, but does not directly indicate dinosaurs. Are the scriptures that speak to these prehistoric beings, creatures, beasts, or living things? I will say after doing a lexical study on the word creature, living thing, and beast, uh, it came up in the Hebrew under Strong's um, H2416. In these and some other 450 other verses from a lexical perspective, it seems to indicate a living thing without enough description to indicate it was a dinosaur. And so I did want to address that because I know that many believe that those uh, particular uh, creatures uh, mentioned or living things mentioned indicate a dinosaur. And so I wanted to continue to dig and go a little deeper. And there is one scripture in the book of Job that speaks directly to a type of dinosaur that is a bohemian. And that can be found in Job chapter 40, verse 15. And I am going to read verses 15 through 19. And because the other scriptures don't specifically name a type of dinosaur, we will go with Job 40, verses 15 through 19. And it says, look at Bohemoth, which I made along with you and which feeds on grass like an ox. What strength it has in its loins, what power in the muscles of its belly. Its tail sways like a cedar. The sinews of its thighs are close knit. Its bones are tubes of bronze. Its limb like rods of iron. It ranks first among the works of God. Yes, 
its maker can approach it with its sword. So let me make sure when our children and let all of us make sure that when our children, even those curious uh, believers, unbelievers, making inquiry on whether or not dinosaurs are in scripture, let us be sure and clear that when they ask, are dinosaurs in scripture, that our response can clearly be, yup, it's in there. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.